Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. This is Meet the Candidate, a public service feature of the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The City of Mission mayoral race is set for May the 7th. Three candidates are challenging the current mayor, Armando Ocaña, former mayor Norberto Salinas, current City Commissioner Nori Gonzalez Garza, and Victor Ansaldúa. Here's Steve Taylor. This is Steve Taylor for the Rio Grande Guardian. We are in Mission, Texas today for the latest in our Meet the Candidates series. With this particular race, we are rather late on the scene because I'm here with Nori Gonzalez Garza, who is one of the candidates running for Mayor of Mission, and early voting is already underway. So here I am saying Meet the Candidate. Everybody in Mission, I'm sure, knows you already, Nori, but how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. Thank you for asking and thank you for being here and taking your time to, to talk to me for a little bit. Yeah. Thanks. I know that you've been on the City Council for 15 years. That's correct. Tell me, in the 15 years you've been serving as an elected official here in Mission, how much has Mission changed? In the last 15 years, we have grown tremendously. We've, uh, uh, there's been a, a, a residential, commercial growth. Um, our population has increased by, um, I'm not sure what the percentage is, but we're at, uh, technically we are uh, at about 87,000. Um, it's okay, and, there was a pause yeah. there because Nori was waving to one of her supporters. <laughs> yes. yes, and here she comes now. Cool. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so mission has grown and yes. been growing. Yes, leaps and bounds. I've been told, though, that your population is greater than the official count, that there was an undercount, and really, yes. you know, I've spoken to other candidates who said you're really at 100,000. That's probably closer to the correct number, but, yeah, we, we feel that we were undercounted. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned that the early voting has started. Tell us, what are you hearing from voters? What, is the, what are their top issues? You know, uh, most people that we've talked to are, are ready for change, and uh, that, that's really their, their biggest uh, uh, comment that, that we've been hearing. Um, we've been walking streets, knocking on doors, and talking to people, and that's, that's really what their, their concern is. They're just ready for a change. And this step up you've been the um, on the city council 15 years and now you felt the time was right to run for mayor what what went into your decision making process there what made you feel uh, it's time to serve the city in a different capacity yes they, you know it was a difficult decision for me because um, uh, I had you know ending up my fourth uh, term and and uh, I had a couple of options or a few options actually I could uh, 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 run for re-election. I could decide to hang up my my <laughs> my uh, my position, or uh, or you know step it up and and run for mayor. And and I thought that it was uh, uh, a good a good decision. And I think that I I can do well for mission. Um, I have a I have a business background. Uh, been in managing my own uh, personal businesses come uh, family businesses for the past 40 years so so I I, uh, I have that to bring to the table and I think I can do I just can take the city in a di different direction and uh, bring back uh, trust 
to our government, to our city government, and and uh, and that's the the, the biggest uh, concern I think is that uh, we're we're lacking a little bit in that that area. Lacking in ethics. Ethics, trust, and I think that's what also we're we're hearing from from the uh, from the residents. And so when you announced uh, and you got your platform together the issues you wanted to run on what were the top issues then and have they changed uh, since since it since you've got the election campaign underway and, the, and you're hearing more from the voters what, what were your initial thoughts as to why you would run and has that developed through the campaign well one of the the also one of the primary issues is that we uh the city um got a, a comprehensive drainage assessment of the city after the 2018 rains that, that we, uh, you know, that the that was bombarded our, our area. Um, and so we have these identified projects that are, that are needing to be done. Um, and, and I feel like we haven't moved fast enough to get through these projects. Actually, those identified projects have, haven't really gotten off the ground. And it's been almost four years. So, so um, I feel that, that I would bring some expediency to those projects and, and, um, and get some relief for our residents because, you know, the way it is now and what I hear from them is that every time they see a, a cloud in the sky and starts raining, they, they panic. And, and we, shouldn't, we shouldn't panic. Our residents and our business owners shouldn't panic when, when uh, you know, when a storm is, is headed our way. A particular part of mission, or different areas of mission that are more prone. No, actually, it's kind of a, a widespread. There's not any particular area that that was affected more. I think it was it was kind of even, actually. So let's go back. As you brought it up earlier, this issue of trust. The voters want a, a, yes. a mayor they can trust and a council they can trust. Mm -hmm. uh, I attended one of the candidate forums that the um, Progress Times put on and there you said one of the toughest votes you had or one of the most important votes, you correct me and remind me how you explained it, but there was a particular vote um, and I, I'd be happy if you could go into detail and, and tell the voters what, what was going on here. And I think it was called PCI, but I could be wrong. Yes, it's PSI. PSI, that's correct, PSI. PSI. So that was a vote that the city council took and you would be would have been part of that. What was that contract all about? Did it did it go the wrong way? You know, what, what's the fallout from that vote? Well, uh, you know, again, hindsight is, is 2020 and it, I think that if we, if the council knew what we know now, it, it wouldn't have been a 4-3, uh, a 3-2 vote. Um, so that that particular contract was was in in reference to uh, smart water meters and um, LED lighting. Um, so that that contract was a 17 million dollar contract that that uh, did not go out for bids, and I think that's the the, the biggest. Uh, that's the first issue. red flag, isn't it? Right, right. It did not go out for bids. That that company was not the only company that that uh, provides smart meters. Uh, you know to to the economy, but uh, uh, that was my biggest concern. That that, that uh, a, a contract as big as that was, you know, 17 million plus, didn't go out for bids, and that's uh, that was my biggest uh, hang-up on that. And um, 
you know, it, and now we're in the middle of a, a litigation and that's probably going to be around and, and haunting us for heaven knows how long. And so far we've already spent uh, close to $250,000 on just legal expenses so far. Roughly when was the vote? When was that issue, when did that issue come before the council? Well, you know, it, it came before the council in 2018, I believe, and it, uh, it, it was discussed and, and, you know, it just, there was a lot of, uh, it was a process that, that needed to, to happen. There was a, a independent audit, supposedly. Uh, I wasn't comfortable with that audit, and neither was Councilman Plata, but, uh, but it moved forward. Uh, and uh, I believe it was early 2020 that, that it got finally passed. And, uh, and right now we're probably at 30% um, completion of the project, but it's been stopped. It's been stopped. And, and so your vote was against it at the time? Yes, it was against it. And it was, you know, I, I, I did my best. I tried to convince the rest of the council that it wasn't a good idea basically you know when things are just too good to be true they're, they're usually they usually aren't so um, I there's a neighbor to our to the north the Sherryline water supply also um, put in water uh, the smart meters in their system and so I used I asked for information on, on their project and of course you know they they provided the information as far as the cost and installation and everything else and using their numbers with our with and and our needs um, I was able to kind of figure out that we were gonna we could save millions if we used another another form or another without vendor. without a deterioration in quality right right exactly yeah and so it, the vote was uh, a majority for it, so the project, like you say, is underway, but now it's been stopped. Is, right. Has it been stopped because there's a, a federal investigation? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, there is a federal investigation. Uh, our neighbors to the west, um, uh, Awasad, is currently suing PSI um, because of uh, well, all kinds of... Uh, kinds of reasons <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but one is that they didn't get the the they didn't get the savings like they hit that uh, that's my understanding they didn't get the savings like they were promised mm. so is PSI the only issue that the voters should be concerned about if they if they care about trust and, and good government and transparency or are there some other issues that that the city of mission has been dealing with that would lead you to say to the voters You've got to have a mayor that that's can, that that you can believe in and tr that's trustworthy. Well, I uh, that's the major one, uh, but also I feel that that we kind of moved into a, a direction in, in in some projects that are very long term, uh, and and I think that the city, the staff, and and uh, funding is is uh, is being used uh, and utilized in, in these projects that are they're, they're just way too into the future. Uh, uh, you know, we're, we're spending money on feasibility studies on this, uh, on, on the uh, Madero, Madero Bridge, bridge which, which, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not something that the bridge board has agreed to reimburse us, so that's, that's, not, a, that's not a good thing. Um, the bridge board was, was, uh, 
was uh, is um, it's there for a purpose, and it's and it's there to 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 uh, expand uh, ports of entry and. And right now, it's I believe, and I think there's the, most of the residents believe that it's not time to 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 spend the money or spend the time on 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 that as right now. Mm -hmm. How is your economic development team working? How how are things going there with regard to the that branch? I know it's not they 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 sort of got some autonomy, but right. are they doing a, a good job in attracting new business? I think so. I think we had a little slump, but I think recently, uh, the, you know, they've had a they've had a, a, a tremendous amount of interest. I think that uh, our MEDC board and group are, are doing well, and I think they're doing good things for Mission. Yeah. So another thing that came up at that uh, forum, which I was you know really interested to to listen to and watch, we only had three of the four candidates, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But um, Mayor Okanya, if we could mention the mayor for the first time in this interview, I was struck by something he said. He said that if you drive around Mission, you see construction everywhere. Mission is booming. And uh, he explained that away. I asked him afterwards, and he said there's a big industrial, plant, um, industrial um, uh, estate industrial park being built down near the Anzaldúas Bridge by Killam, mm -hmm. the Killam uh, group. And then there are some towers coming into town. And so, you know, mission is, uh, is, is really booming. That was the phrase he used. Mm -hmm. What's your response to that? Is it booming to that extent you know, um, I'm a broker, a real estate broker by, by uh, uh, that's what I do for a living. Um, so, as far as booming, I mean, yes, our residential uh, uh, side of the spectrum is is doing very, very well. Our, you know, homes are being built, and they're probably, uh, you know, selling before they're they're completed. So the residential side is is doing very well. We are doing great as far as uh, residential construction, but I wouldn't say that we're booming on the commercial side. Uh, that that would be my opinion. I think that uh, there's still some work to be done. I think that we need to uh, improve our infrastructure uh, because it's it's important to have the infrastructure in place so that big companies or companies in, in general will will come to our city and, and, and have a place to, to start their construction immediately instead of having to wait a year or a year and a half or even two years to, for infrastructure. And so, what about the downtown area? Uh, I've heard conflicting stories there about how healthy your downtown is. Does, do you need to focus more on that? And if so, how, how do you do it? Yes, there needs to be a, 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 a really well thought out plan to, to bring a, a new life to downtown. Um, the recent remodel or recent investment in our downtown area was was partially due to uh, a Rio Grande Valley development uh, grant that we got so they they uh, participated in in the the uh, street lighting and the pavers on the sidewalks and uh, uh, nice benches and, and that type of Stuff, but it looks nice but we still need to we, we still need a lot of work so I think we need to some sort some way in incentive uh, have incentives for our, our downtown area owners 
um, to bring in, you know, like I said, a new life to, to downtown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another topic, um, I've heard this said as well, with the growth of the university, UT Rio Grande Valley, lots of different communities have, have benefited from, from the, the expansion of the campus. Obviously the two main campuses, in, campuses are in Edinburgh and Brownsville, but there's all these other uh, facilities. There's clinics, there's um, um, a like a nursing school being built right. um, in FAR, I believe. There's all sorts of things happening and it looks like Mission hasn't benefited from any of that. And people tell me that was because when the university was getting established, the big cities in Hidalgo County were asked to put some money up, a million dollars. And at the time, the decision of Mission was no, we ha either we haven't got the money or it's not a good investment, etc. And maybe that's come back to bite the city because the leadership of the UT system, uh, UT, UTRGV hasn't said we're, we're going to put a campus in mission so mm -hmm. your thoughts on that and, and the fact that there isn't a higher education component in right. your city yes and that's that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to to collaborate with with uh, UTRGV and and also um, STC um, that's priority to, to get them together and, and hopefully have some sort of a uh, uh, united uh, goal in, in, in bringing something to mission. It's long overdue? Yes, it is very long overdue. Because at the moment, the students have to travel, I guess. Yes, yes, they do. And, uh, but, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a need. There's absolutely a need to, to, uh, to have services a little closer to home. Um, and and um, I think that would be a good thing for, for either partner. Good. Well, those are the questions I had, but as I said at the beginning, um, I want this to be an opportunity for you to get your message out. So if there's any issues I've not brought up that you feel are important, you know, please tell us now. Yes, I, I'd like to, to, um, to uh, basically congratulate our staff. They, we have an awesome staff. Uh, they're, they're, they have a wealth of knowledge, and I think that what we, what's happened recently is that we haven't tapped into their talent. And I think that if we give them some sort of autonomy, like you, like you said, that uh, that they would do major wonderful things. Um, we just need to give them that opportunity. Our, our city manager is is uh, Randy Bettis, and he's been with us for a few years now, and and he's done a great job in getting our fund balance to where it needs to be. Um, he does have a, a the accounting background, so that that definitely helps him. Um, I also want to uh, correct some of the comments that have been made before um, about our police and fire department uh, salaries. I think in the last four years, we've had the most aggressive uh, pay increases for them. Um, I am a, uh, I am a big, big supporter of our uh, uh, first responders. And I believe that they need to have all the equipment and, and uh, uh, necessary to do a good job, not necessarily just for them, but for our citizens. The, our citizens deserve the best, the, the, deserve the best care, the, the best services, and uh, that's, that's what I would like to, to get done. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of one more, actually, and I know 
because I don't know the answer to this one. If if elected mayor, would you be the first female, the first woman mayor in Missions history, or has that happened before? Um, I believe that would be correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is this history in the making here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but that's you know that's not something that's important to me really. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, I think what's what is important to me is to to get to get the, the our citizens the services they that increase services that they need. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yes. Well, Nori, thank you so much for today's interview. Again, anything else? Uh, no, just uh, please get out there and vote. Uh, vote for me. I'm Nori Gonzalez Garza, and I w- hope to be your next mayor. Tell people how they can read about you, your your um, website or Facebook page, etc. Nori Gonzalez for mayor. It's uh, noriformayor.com. My phone number, let me give you my phone number just in case you'd like to give me a call and, and ask me uh, anything or, or, or share a concern. Uh, so my number is 956 605-7142. Nori, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this and learned a lot about you as a candidate. Meet the Candidate is a public service feature of the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.